Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today and I both have one huge thing in common. We are both student journalists. My guest today is Cammie Brady. So how did journalism sort of come into your life? Yeah, so journalism came into my life. Um, I always wanted to be an actress. I grew up acting. It was always kind of an outlet for me, but I knew that I wasn't going to study it in school. So I have this plan still in my now that I would love to act if I had the opportunity, but I wanted to find something different. And I loved celebrity and fashion. And I I like love public speaking and just telling stories so i decided to do broadcast journalism and i first i wanted to be a hard news host and then i wanted to be the next juliana rancic but now that has changed and i'm sure we'll get into what i'm doing next soon but um now i just want to be a host eventually for my own show one day oh yeah totally hard news is hard like as a student journalist myself it is difficult Yes. And in our classes, I just remember hearing these stories and I felt like I was violating other people. And I know that some of these stories are for the greater good and we need the hard news, but it's, I don't, I didn't know if mentally I could handle that Mm -hmm. because I feel for people so much that when you have hard news, you kind of have to like shut off a little bit and yeah, it's hard. That's why it is. Yeah. I feel like when going into hard news, I feel like as the journalist and as the reporter, you kind of have to go on autopilot. Yes. Yeah because of the way you sort of have to deliver and sort of the way you have to, you know, bring the story to life. Yeah. Don't you think? Like, I feel like that's, like, kind of, like, the best way to sort of go when doing hard news is because of emotions. Right, and, like, sometimes, like, I know that it can be an outlet and people do want to talk to you, and, like, that is great, and I love that for hard news, and I think there's other avenues of hard news that you can kind of go into, like, talking about transparent stories or different things mm-hmm. that are a little like softer and more positive um but yeah I agree you definitely have to go on autopilot and I was like I don't think I can do that <laughs> no no yeah Here I am now. when did you know that this was something like you have this passion of journalism and when did you know that hey like I could do this and get paid for it and make a living so I You know, it's funny because I realized that um, I wanted to... wanted to do journalism um and I came in here and then going through my classes as a first year I was like okay wait I don't really know how I'm gonna get paid like how am I gonna get make a living because you start off really low which I know everyone starts off like at an entry-level job Mm -hmm. but I was like really nervous and confused how I was going to make the money that I wanted to because I have very big dreams and um Mm -hmm. I pushed myself really hard so I knew that I want to have a ton of success and I know you can you can be on like CNN and all and like all of these amazing reporters Mm -hmm. do that but I again my heart wasn't in hard news so I was just like okay this is interesting and then not really until this year um I realized that I could make a ton of money hosting and doing journalism Mm -hmm. um 
and that's really because of social media. I, a funny story, and then it all relates to how I, you know, realized mm-hmm. that I could do this for a job. Um, this summer, I went to LA, and we had, I, it was through a program through my school, and we had a, um, we had to get an internship and I wasn't getting any internships that I wanted and plus COVID. So the production teams and staff, like it was very limited. So I was like, why am I not getting this job at E! News? Like, why am I not getting this job at Young Hollywood? Like, I'm so confused. And I was talking to my mentor and he was like, Cammy, hosting is hard now. It's not really as prevalent because of social media. Ah. Well, I was like, but he's like, you can be a host on social media. And then it clicked. And I was like, I could host talking to millions of people on my Instagram, on my TikTok. And that's still in the works right now. And it's something that I really want to do. And, and you're doing it as well, which I think is amazing. But it's really cool because I'm like, social media is where everything is at now. Yes. And that is the avenue for money. And this is what I realized, like, wait, I can be really successful becoming a personality myself. Yeah. So that was really exciting to kind of realize. So now I'm working on that right now. I'm doing a lot of behind the scenes work. So Mm -hmm. that was when I realized that I can really do this as a job. What do you love most just about journalism? Yeah, I love that I get to tell other people's stories and I get to tell my own story too. So I think that's really powerful. And when you find the avenue of journalism that you wanna go down and you're really passionate about it, then um, you know it can lead to amazing things and helping other people. And mm-hmm. that's literally what I wanna do is help other people get through difficult situations in their life. So I, that's just what I love about it, that somebody can turn me on one day and be like, wow, like that story really helped me and I'm going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. What are some of your favorite kinds of journalism? So that's kind of hard. And I, that's like a hard question for me because I'm going to say none of them because Mm. I don't really love hard news because Mm -hmm. I think I like hard news I think recently it's gotten a little sided with the news mm-hmm. and there's a lot of controversy and that just like really bothers me because I just, I want the truth. Like, I just want to hear, mm-hmm. I just want to hear it straight. Like, I don't care about like the sides or this one or that one. Like, I don't, like I, we were taught to find the story, fact check it and report it. Like right. that's what I want and love. Um, and hard news for me is kind of, hard play on words yeah um, and then you know celebrity actually I like I'm gonna take that back but celebrity news is what I wanted to do I was like I'm gonna be the next Juliana Rancic then I um host my own show called e-talk and it's all about celebrity gossip and I actually really I've kind of changed the way that we do the show because I don't like gossiping I don't like gossiping about celebrities. I don't like gossiping about other people. And it really bothers me that people sit there and report on things. And I'm like, we don't even really know. Like if these celebrities, like you see two like people walking down the street and you think they're a couple immediately. Right. Like, you don't know unless like you really like know the person personally. Yeah. And so that kind of bothers me as well. But I would say like my favorite is lifestyle journalism. And mm-hmm. 
I say this because I want to tell transparent stories. Like I want to share my life and like have that insight on people. So yeah. I get back. Lifestyle journalism is where I'm at right now. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, lifestyle celebrity. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Except for, like, when I was – I remember talking to Hallie Stevens from Entertainment Tonight about this, and we were talking about, like, celebrities and whatever and entertainment, you know, sort of journalism. And I remember saying to her, like, I – the one thing that I want to see in terms of, like, celebrity journalism is sort of seeing more of a way that celebrities can relate to everyday people. Because I feel like it lacks at that, and I feel like entertainment journalism and, like, celebrity gossip journalism specifically, I feel like as time goes on, we, we, as in the journalists, can maybe find more ways to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, like, with the show that e-talk that I've been doing, that's why I talk about Lizzo, because she's all about body positivity Mm -hmm. and confidence, and yesterday I filmed the show and I did Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox because they just had their GQ interview. Mm-hmm. I and watched one that. Person, yeah. And I was like, they're, they're like so weird and fun and normal. And I like, and I was like, that's something we all need to take away is that they're normal people too. Like they have lives, they have interests. Like, and so I think we all kind of see these celebrities and put them on a pedestal when really they're, just normal people like people would ask me and when I went to LA if I saw a celebrity were like were you starstruck and I was like no because they're normal people like it's really cool to like talk to them and like hear about different things but they're normal people just like us so yeah that's what I'm hoping to get at more with entertainment news is like to get that um, right normalcy and share that we're all the same yeah I feel like from a personal standpoint I feel like when I start interviewing like if and when I start interviewing sort of, like, bigger names, I might get a little yeah. star. I feel like it's hard not to get starstruck at yeah. first. Yes. It's very difficult not to at first, but, you know, as time goes on and the more you do it and the more, just like with everything in life, the more practice you get, the easier it comes. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of not, I mean, you could, tr- like, it's a, you could try, someone could try not being starstruck yeah. at first, but I feel like it's very difficult at first to not. Yes. I agree. And I get, and I'm so excited. Like, I'm like, oh, I just saw, like, I saw Conan running in Santa Monica. I was like, I saw Conan. I, like, texted my parents. But then it's like, you move on because that's the only interaction you'll have with them at that point. And, yeah. like, who knows? Maybe we both will meet Conan one day. But, uh-huh. like, it's you, in that point, it's like, oh, hey, okay, bye. Like, you're, you know, you're moving on. So. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, my dad, speaking of seeing celebrities working out, when I was in L.A. like eight years ago, my dad saw Daniel Craig running. Oh, my God. A few times. Like, they were on, like, the same path or whatever way my dad, or route my dad was taking on his run. He saw Daniel Craig a couple of times. That's fun. That's cool. Yeah. So it's fun. James Bond can run. (laughs) (laughs) How do you think being a part of this sort of generation, like, I feel like, like, our generation, specific, sort of, uh, has helped with being a social media intern. Yeah, so I, um, being a part of this generation, I think, is, can be difficult with social media. Um, it's, it's our lives, and we're on it 24-7, and 
you know, with the upbringing, I think social media, and I love it, and I obviously work in it, and will probably work, be working in it for the rest of my life, I assume. Yeah. Um, Because I don't ever see this going away, seeing no. so many different platforms coming out of and it. And there will be um, more, I'm sure. Yeah. So, it, there's so many positives from social media, mm-hmm. and with that, it's in our generation and from what I have found personally is like I have found like people that I look up to and want to and want to be like one day and I follow their accounts because I'm really motivated I think I've also found much I'm doing a bunch of projects soon and one of them um I found through social media and I'm like okay like I would have never found this really or or had this passion for this project if I didn't have social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the flip side, there's a lot of negativity, which is yeah. my mission in my life is I want to stop this negativity and mm-hmm. use these platforms to lift other people up. So I think there's two sides to it. And this generation has helped me as a social media intern put out more positive um more positive and fun um interactions with people and like I run the um Instagram for my company I don't run it at the like I don't I do this Instagram stories yeah for Van Loo and ice cream and you know I always make sure that I'm responding to people and I'm always making sure that if somebody asks like hey can you please give me a chance like I'll give them some ice cream like I just think it's really important to look at everyone not just the amount of followers they have it's not in the followers yeah it's not about the followers and I mean it's bad that it is at the moment but like to me I'm like these people are amazing like yeah they're trying like they are putting themselves out there and I put myself out there I DM so many people asking um like uh, this summer I DM so many people being like hey can I intern for you Mm -hmm. and did I get any responses back no but it just made me that and which is fine I know they have tons of which makes me then go through all of their DMs and make sure that I'm even just like liking their reposts or like mm-hmm. acknowledging that they did reach out. So mm-hmm. that is something that I like, hopefully if I have a bigger following one day, I'll be able to be on top of that or have somebody help me with that. But that is something that I've learned is just to make everybody feel good and that they're recognized. Yeah, I feel like with social media, people look at it as such a negative thing sometimes or a lot of the time that really at the end of the day, there are positives to the negative. Mm -hmm. And like so much can come out of of social media positively instead of just all negative, negative, negative. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, there's cyberbullying and all that kind of stuff, but that's just, like, compared to what social media is, there's that's just, like, a probably a small-ish, maybe somewhat big, but small chunk of what makes social media social media. Right, I agree. And I think recently you've seen a lot of cyberbullying and trolling, which I can totally get into because I've been there, I've felt it, and I think that now um, I'm just hoping that it's amazing like social media is amazing like you have you you have like all this knowledge and different people at your fingertips and so I'm just really striving that it becomes in in a more positive life yeah I will say that's how I found a lot of people that I've interviewed yeah yeah like if it weren't like we would have never met yeah if it weren't for social media that's I I would not have met a lot of people and would have known a lot of people that I know today if it wasn't for social media I would say 
half my probably I, I hate to say this about my following because even though it's really small we just talked about how it's not about the followers but I feel like a lot of the people on Instagram that follow my podcast Instagram like they wouldn't have followed me if it weren't for me reaching out to them and having them on right but that's how you grow too you mm-hmm. know which is great and um my mentor he also told me he's like make sure you're engaging with people on Instagram and like responding to their comments just so you're like keeping up with them instead of like texting them be like hey how are you which you should but Mm -hmm. to know that you're keeping up with them more he's like always respond and interact with them and I'm like that's that's how I like create most of my relationships now which is crazy but yeah I feel like especially with some with with people who have somewhat of a big following who are very good at checking their dms and just they just ghost people I feel like it's important for people with somewhat when if you have like a k next to your name and you and your follower list and you check your dms and you like yeah you like maybe like a thing or two but like it's not just about liking someone's dm it's also responding to them because if someone took the time to dm you and ask you something or tell you something i feel like the person that person deserves every right to get a dm back from whoever they reached out to no matter like if you have millions of followers i get it because it's overwhelming and it's a lot but if you just have maybe something with a K and you have retweeted or re-shown something of somebody's in the past you it's probably it should be they should interact with you know yeah more. I totally agree what is your favorite social media platform I love Instagram me too and I say that because I know Instagram really well mm-hmm. and I've just worked in it forever and ever but I think it's I'm really trying to start literally yesterday I posted like my first video of what I really want to do on TikTok and I'm starting to love TikTok more just because I think the platform is more authentic mm-hmm. and you can be your, like Instagram's more buttoned up and you or make sure you look good and mm-hmm. you have your makeup on and it's the best picture out of 30 pictures right TikTok you're like sitting in your bed you're like oh hey this is me and then you post it and people react to it and love it so Mm -hmm. I definitely TikTok is coming up there once I figure out how to post more of what I want to I think it's gonna be what I really love so yeah like once you find your niche with it it's gonna be like smooth sailing yeah exactly what's the difference between being a social media intern and a social media ambassador yeah so um a social media intern is so I I work for Van Lu and Ice Cream and basically what I do is I it started with me running their TikTok so I in LA went to every scoop shot I created content I am constantly looking for different influencers and different people that I could gift ice cream so they can post and we can repost and get the word out there mm-hmm. um and just really gaining followers as you know we just talked about that yeah like getting engagement and picking what story I should post each day yeah so I'm really behind the scenes like when I put a a story up like on Van Lewin's page like that's me yeah and when I put a TikTok up that's me too so I'm really behind the scenes and an ambassador 
is where I receive the product. Um, so I'm a hint ambassador, which has been an amazing experience. Definitely has gotten the word out around my school. Everyone's like, oh, Cami and Hint, Hint and Cami. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, that's what I work for. And we have to post twice a week um, on Instagram and then once a week on TikTok. And we're just promoting the product. So they send us water, their energy water, everything. And as college students, um, we're just promoting for them. And it has worked tremendously. So I think every company should try and do that because yeah. every time I see someone out, they're like, hit. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but what does being a content creator mean to you? Because there's so many definitions of what a content creator is. Yeah. So um, for me personally, for me personally or for like my job? Personally. Like, so personally as a content creator, I want to help other people. And I want to, to me, it's telling my story and sharing what I love, which is fashion, anti-bullying, um, transparent stories, telling my story to help other people. Mm-hmm. And that ultimately is what I like would love to do and create that kind of content. So that's what it means to me. It's not just like and I get so, like, I get really upset sometimes when I see influencers post, like, a million random ads because I'm like, do you really love this product? Like, do you mm-hmm. really love what you're putting out there? To me, as a content creator, it's being authentic, yep. putting out what you love there and mm-hmm. not just working with a company because they're giving you money. Like, right. I want to work with company because I love them. And I love their values mm-hmm. and I trust what they do. Like, like for an example, Hint, I love them. Like they are so hands-on and just, I lo- I drink their product all the time. Like it's not, it's not something that I'm just like doing for, mm-hmm. you know, to get paid. It's something that I genuinely love and interact with everyone in the company. Yeah. So that's something that I want to keep as I start growing on social media. And to me, it's just doing what you love and doing what is best for you authentically. Yeah. What do you love most about fashion? So what I love most about fashion, so I have a whole story that I'll, I'll give you. Um, when I was younger in high school, and I can totally get this, get into this more, I was actually bullied. Um, hence why I like am so adamant about anti-bullying and kindness. Um, I'm very open about my experience because I feel that it will help other people. And so... I was a, essentially what happened was I was a follower. So I was in a group of girls and we all shopped at the same store and I would, we all did the same thing, wore the same trends. Like if I didn't have a pair of Uggs, like I would literally freak out or now Uggs are coming back by the way, but like Uggs were in at that time. Uh Uggs are comfortable in the winter time. I love them. But if I didn't have like the right pair of Uggs or the right shirt from like this boutique and it was all expensive clothing that like I was only able to afford like two shirts because they were so expensive. Mm -hmm. And kind of after I went through that experience and realized like who I was as a person and that like I'm not a follower, like I'm a leader, I do my own thing, I Mm -hmm. can wear what I want to wear. I realized that I could shop at these really cheap stores like Forever 21 or ASOS or like Pretty Little Thing in Boohoo and find clothes that look so expensive and but they're so cheap. So I was getting like a ton of these clothes for the price of two shirts. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so I then started being like this, like I really, as horrible as the situation was, I really found who I was as a person, which I think is really powerful. Mm -hmm. And I was able to take, have the support to take a positive spin on it. So just after the whole situation, I had a really hard time going to school. I was like, didn't want to interact with them. I was just like really nervous. And Mm -hmm. one way that I push myself to go to school was I would get up an hour early I would do my hair I would do my makeup and I would put on a really cool outfit and I would go to school yeah and I realized that one you don't need any designer or boutique names to dress up and look amazing and two fashion is what gave me my confidence it's what pushes me to be a better person I personally think that your fashion what you put on your body if you have the means to is who you are it shows your personality Mm -hmm. and that's something very valuable and strong so now I wear whatever I want and I just I don't care I'm like this is me like who who cares what you really think about like what I look or what I wear because I'm expressing myself and it has gotten me fashion has gotten me to do bold things and to get to a really positive place in my life so yeah fashion is confidence to me yeah what are some of your favorite brands? Yeah, well, I religiously shop at ASOS and it is like a full-time job for me. I literally sit there and I just scroll through because I think like they have amazing sales. I get like all of my clothes for $10 each and I, I mean, sometimes not, but like mm-hmm. when, when I It's the best shows, when you get it like that though. Yeah. So ASOS is my favorite brand and then I shop at like Boot, like this is from Boohoo or like Pretty Little Thing and- this is I from Walmart. Really yeah, exactly. Like, so those are my favorite brands that I shop at. What made you fall in love with acting? <clears throat> yeah, so I grew up, my grandparents always took me to um, musicals and plays. I mean, we were very, like, into all of, you know, going, and I, mm-hmm. like, miss doing that. Um and so we were very educated with musicals. Yeah. And when I was younger, I was a shy, I was very shy, which some people are very shocked about. I was very shy. And for me, acting was more of an outlet to go and to kind of be somebody else. And um, I always knew that I just like loved it. Like there was something very special about it. Yeah. And in high school, I, um, so a funny, like little anecdote, I took theater classes all four years and I sang a little bit like I'm not really a singer same and I wouldn't give up acting like I'm like I need to be in acting class all four years and the one that my next class to take was musical theater and I was like I don't sing and they like let me do it and I forced myself to learn to sing and my my mom still talks about this like my final showcase I sang Castle on a Cloud and she's like I was blown away it sounded like you were on a CD and I was like thank you like just because I pushed myself Mm -hmm. and in high school acting became such an outlet because I that's where I went when I was sad my acting teacher helped me through my bullying situation and I would go there and I would feel such a relief from everything going on outside of me Mm -hmm. and I think that's just really powerful and I look back at my like pictures from in high school and I was like acting every day and I was just like so happy and Mm -hmm. so I hope and, and you're giving people, like, entertainment, which is yeah. another outlet, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Speaking of plays and musicals, do you have any favorite musicals? 
Mm-hmm. I do. I have Dear Evan Hansen. It's I haven't seen it yet. Wait, wait, the movie's out. So you I have know. Movie. But everyone's telling me, don't watch the movie. It's too sad and depressing. Yeah, well, so it's the only musical that I ever cried at. And I think it was just, like, I had emotions because my grandfather used to take me, and he's mm-hmm. not here anymore with us. And, like, so that was just, like, a moment where I was, like, like just stunned. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I love Legally Blonde. I just, like, I love the movie. I love the musical so much fun. Um, Laura, Bell, Bu- Laura Bell Bundy, I've had her on. I've, in- I've interviewed Laura Bell Bundy. Oh, my gosh. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my two favorite musicals, but... What always makes you laugh? Laugh? Honestly, when I'm with my family and we're all very silly and just do, like, the randomest, funniest things. And Mm -hmm. so when I'm with them, I'm always laughing. I always feel like... I laugh a lot. I, sometimes I laugh at myself. Like, when I'm, like, around people who I genuinely feel like myself and who lift me up, and mm-hmm. I just laugh, and I'm silly, and I'm, like, really funny, and I mm-hmm. think the, that's what makes me laugh is when I'm silly and funny. Yeah. So, I and, and when I'm with my family, they're hilarious. Like, my, my mom and dad do, like, the funniest things that you would never expect. Yeah. I'm just, like, they're hilarious. I love you guys. But, yeah. Are you a big fan of sleeping in? Ooh. I don't sleep in. I wish. I like really wish that I could sleep in, but I just feel like it's wasting my day away. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I mean, like if I could, I would. I'm exhausted sometimes, yeah. but I just feel like I could do so much with my day when I get up early. Who are some of your role models? Yeah. So some of my role models. Um, well, my grandfather, he was a huge influence in my life, and he just taught me everything. Like, he taught me about musicals. I would, if, like, you needed a question, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to call Pop. So, mm-hmm. like, we would call Pop. And he got through a lot of controversy and overcame it all to be just this really happy and, like, funny and silly man. And I, like, look up to him. And we used to have, like, very funny, like, inappropriate jokes with each other. And, yeah. like, I would tell people, like, you and your grandfather would talk about that. I'm like, yes. That's like me and my grandma. Me and my grandma do yeah. that stuff all the time. I went with my grandma to drag queen bingo. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, he would do that with me. Mm-hmm. And so he is just somebody that, like, I think he had a lot going on. And he, like, I'm, like, getting teary-eyed, but, like, he pushed through it, and, like, he always, you never knew, like, he was sick, like, you never knew, like, he he was just, he was so grateful, Mm -hmm. and just, that's what I, like, strive to be for, um, be one day, and then my mom, I, is my best friend, she also is just really diligent and pushes through and guides me the best way that I have ever like that I've ever like I tell her everything and Mm -hmm. I think that's a really special bond you have with your parents yeah um when your mom my dad also I tell a lot but yeah um it's just like a girl thing with your mom exactly and then um I guess like my one I'm giving like so many role models I know you like asked for probably one but um and then my role model like I guess in like the entertainment and celebrity eyes is Camille Costic. I don't know if you've heard of her. She's a Sports Illustrated Swim model, um, but she also hosts and she promotes body positivity and kindness, mm-hmm. and she acts as well. So she's kind of doing everything that I 
eventually want to do yeah. when I'm older. So as like a career wise, I think she's amazing. And what she puts out on her social media, it's all positive, like content that guides you to be confident and love your body. So yeah. that's hopefully what I can do one day as well. What is your favorite junk food? Oh, my favorite junk food. Um, French fries. Yum. French fries, or you can never go wrong with them. Oh, I always like, I'm like, I need fries. Like, I used to have a Facebook page called Cammy Needs Fries because I would just I love like it. gravitate towards fries all the time. Oh, yeah, fries and ranch. Yup. Oh, so good. I have to have so ranch good. with my fries always. They're, that's delicious. Ranch is so good. I saw this thing online saying ranch is only good at restaurants. Try and prove me wrong. You can never find a good <laughs> ranch at a grocery store. And I'm like, mm hmm. Yep, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Who is your favorite animated character? Oh, my favorite animated character. Um, oh my gosh, this is a hard one because I don't, I don't really watch a lot of like animated shows. Or movies or like maybe from growing up or anything in that realm. Like growing up, like I'm thinking Phineas and Burb because that's what I used to watch when I'm growing, when I grew up. Same, and my mom always used to get mad because she hates that show and I should walk in the room and I'd have it on TV and she'd be like, why are you watching this? Can't you turn like a Hannah Montana rerun on or something? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I'm like, I like, feel like I like had a crush on like Pokemon or something. Or like the other, <laughs> Pikachu? like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why? Is that Pokemon? I don't know. But. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't a Pokemon person. I've been a Disney person my whole life, so. Yeah. I guess Disney too, yeah. Yeah. How often ha does an Amazon package arrive at your door? That is such a funny question. That is, I love that question. Like, like three to four times a week. I love hearing people's answers for that for that question. That's why I love, I love asking people. Question. I'm literally getting one today. <laughs> my dad got one yesterday, but it was still at my house, so I guess. Yeah, yeah that's so funny. What's your favorite breakfast food? Oh, I love a good avocado toast Ooh, fancy yeah yeah i love it and what is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you oh this is a good question um honestly i think here i even though it's like all over my resume and my page like a lot of people don't know that i acted or i am an actress mm -hmm. and um it sounds something I normally, like, go around telling people, which I probably should, but yeah. if you, like, when I talk to people at Elon, like, I did an interview for, like, my friend for a class, and I told her I was an actress, and, and she was like, what? Like, I never knew that. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like, it's something I really love, so now you guys know it, but I guess I just don't, like, talk about it a lot, so, yeah. yeah. Once again, I've been speaking with student journalist Cammie Brady. I will see you all in my next episode, where I'm chatting with journalist Lauren LaBruna.